You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Tell your friends that something is cooking in Every Nation Midrand. God is up to something. Amen? Yeah. So we ended last year on a very high note. Very high note. Uh, one of the things, one of the things that we introduced before, just before the end of the year, I think about maybe six, between six and eight weeks, um, is the kingdom power training. And basically, this training, I was taking time, I was led by the Spirit of God to begin to equip you for signs, wonders, and miracles. Okay, and. Um, I think about, we had about 28 people, 27, 28 people that went through that training. And some of them have some mind-blowing testimonies. Some of them are not here, as you know, people have gone on holiday. Uh, but I'm going to call, last night we, 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 we heard one testimony. We heard one. So this morning, I want to give us an opportunity to hear another testimony. Somebody say, another testimony. Yeah, so I'm going to call on Edith to come forward. And Hallelujah. Yeah. I just want to appreciate God for the kingdom training. It transformed me. I'm usually kind of a timid somebody, but after the training, if I speak to somebody or even over the phone, I automatically say, offer prayer. Can I pray? So what happened? I will just share one, but there are a number of them. On the 19th of December, there is this lady we used to say with her when we were in KZN. So I just remembered it's her birthday, 75 years. So I said, okay, let me call her. I called her. She was happy that I called her. I happy birthday. I blessed her. Then I said, okay, can I just pray for you, ma? She says, thank you. So I started praying. As I was praying, I was, I was just led to declare certain things, peace in a body, peace in a soul, and just alignment. I was just declaring things and just prayed in the spirit and continued to declare things on her body. She didn't tell me she wasn't well. So when I finished, she was crying on top of her voice. I said, ow, what's wrong, Mam Fikile? <laughs> she said, you have no idea what happened to me. You have known me, I think almost 30 years now. I have never experienced what I experienced when you were praying. She said, when I was putting the phone on my ear, it was like a, a hot call just entered into that ear. And the whole body was hot. She said, I couldn't stand on one place. I was just moving around as you were praying. And apparently she had one ear, the other ear, which was deaf. She said for years now she couldn't hear on that ear. She said it just went boom. It opened. She even tried... <clears throat> She said she even changed the phone and put it on that ear, and she could hear audibly. 
so she said, even as I'm talking to you now, I'm still feeling that hot, like electricity in my whole body. So we, I just lingered and prayed in the spirit, just prayed, saying, let's pray in the spirit. I'm sure God is doing things in your life. God is restoring even things in your soul, anything that the enemy could have damaged. So that's my testimony. Yesterday she sent me Happy New Year, and she says, by the way, that ear still hears. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Incredible. Amen. You too can do it. Are you hearing me? You can do it. You just need to be taught how to do it. Hallelujah. You need to be equipped. You need to be empowered. You need to be trained and armed with this power. The power is there. Yo, this is not about any superstar in this church. No, he, Jesus is the superstar here. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's ready to use you this year. Okay? He's ready to use you this year. And I'm committing to equipping you. All right? I'm committing to equipping you. But you must, that training, anybody that misses twice is out. So if you, if you sign up, after the fast, we're going to start again, okay? If you sign up, you go through it, all right, until you finish. And if you don't have testimonies, you have to repeat the class. You have to start repeating until you start producing miracles. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that, I'm telling you, we are going to stand out distinctly. Your life this year cannot be the same as before. Yeah. So these are just the beginnings. You know, there are, there are other testimonies. There, there, there are many of them. But I'm just giving you one. Next week I'll give you another one, and then another one, and then another one, and then another one, and then another one. Hallelujah. So that you know that God is in our midst. And also know that God is no respecter of persons. Okay, God is no respecter of persons. If you have faith and you believe God and you walk according to his word, you will see the same results that Jesus saw. You will see the same results that the apostles saw. Amen. They have the same Holy Spirit. They have the same Bible, the same word, and they serve the same God. If the early church, if the early church did it, if Peter did it, if James did it, if John did it, if Paul did it, you can do it. Did you hear me? I say you can do it. Yes. So you are going to be equipped this year. You are going to be so equipped this year that you will just, miracles will be popping like popcorn. Say like popcorn. Say pop, 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 pop. Yeah, miracles, pop, 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 like popcorn. That's what was going to be happening. We will have too many testimonies. We won't have enough time to take them. Hallelujah. Yeah, so that's, that's what this year is about. Okay, we are, going to, we are going to walk in the supernatural. Remember all the things the Lord said to us is that we'll be known for the unimaginable, the supernatural, and the extraordinary. And these, these are just the humble beginnings of a life of the unimaginable. 
Glory to God. Yeah, so uh, I just, I'm just excited. I'm just excited. You know, I, I don't need to be the one working the miracles. You should be the one working the miracles. I want, a, I want a situation where we come to church and somebody comes and says, Pastor, this person was dead. I raised him up from the dead. Look at him. How about that? Why can't church be like that? We, 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 are you not tired of religion? Are you not tired of dead religion? Just religious formalities? No, we want the life, the very life of God. The, the God of the Bible has not changed. He has not changed. He's the same God. Hallelujah. So, I, I don't know about you. I'm so excited. Thank you for that testimony. Thank you for praying for that woman. Thank you for being sensitive enough to just pray. She didn't even know. And the deaf ear popped. Hallelujah. There's another testimony. You will hear it. A blind eye opened. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's one of us here. A blind eye opened. Can you imagine that? All right, it's, 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 it's not just for, you know, whatever it is that they do with cell phones. You can use your cell phone to change somebody's life in the other part of the world. You can use your cell phone. Imagine somebody in America and you standing here in, in South Africa, you, you pray and the blind eye open in America. It's unimaginable. Hallelujah. These are the humble beginnings. Turn to your neighbor and say, these are our humble beginnings. Yes. So get ready to experience God in a way you've never experienced before. And get ready to take him. Take him into your place of work. Take him into your family. Take him into your community. Take him into your neighborhood. And begin to do signs, wonders, miracles. Hallelujah. Yes. So what are we talking about today? Kadabushte. Mm. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> you know, um, we started last night. We had our crossover service. It was an exciting service where we were declaring the word of the Lord for the year. Normally, it's something we do every year, okay? Um, and the principle is this. It's quite simple. Somebody once said, well, why do you have to keep declaring things about years? Let me tell you. You need to understand spiritual things, okay? It is the one that is greater that names. Okay? Say, the greater one names. Yeah, you can never name your parents. Try it. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't name your parents. Your parents name you. Hallelujah. They name you. God told Adam, name the animals. Animals cannot name Adam. No, it's not possible. Okay? And the book of Hebrews tells us it's the greater one that names. So if you, want to, if you want to rule over a situation, you need to learn to name it. Okay? If you can name it, you can tame it. 
Tell someone, if you can name it, you can tame it. Yeah. So because Adam could name the animals, he could tame the animals. Your dog can never name you. It's not possible. No matter how intelligent that dog is, it can never, never name you. Why? You are greater. So you are the one to name it. Okay? So when, when, when the year begins like this, we pray and we hear God. You know, we, we in, inspired by God and dif- different ways. And, you know, as a family, we have what we use as a, like a catchphrase. And the reason why we declare that is to rule. We send that word into the year into January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. And you, whatever name you call it, it's supposed to assume that reality in your life. Okay? So, as spiritual people, one of the things we're going to teach you, one of the keys to the supernatural is what you say. And how to speak. Hmm? Yeah, you have to know what to say. For me, there are certain things you can never catch me saying. It doesn't matter what you do. You can't catch me say some things. I'd rather, I'd rather swear than say some things. Why? Because I know the implications. And I know my words are not ordinary. Come on. So if I say some things, I just expect them to happen. Yeah. So you will get to a point that somebody, you can walk to, to a blind man and you just give him a book. You don't even need to pray for him. You will get to a point, you just give him a book and say, start reading. And then his eyes will open and he starts reading. <laughs> but there is a place like that in God. But we have to journey to that place. We have to grow to that place where we can operate like that. So there's nothing fantastic about, somebody says, well, there's nothing fantastic about naming the year. Well, I don't know other people's reasons, but I'm explaining to me my understanding, okay? My understanding, my revelation on why we do those kind of things, okay? So one of the things internationally in the Every Nation movement, and as you know, Every Nation, we're in 80 countries, right? So... This, what you are seeing here is, is a mic, micro, uh, doctor, what's the word again? Micro, 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 my science has escaped me, my biology. Um, yeah. Ah, forget it. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's just a minute, yeah, it's a minute part of who we are. All right? So globally, we're declaring miracles. Okay? Over this year, globally, globally, it's been declared miracles. Our prayer and fast, we normally fast and pray. Why do we fast? I mean, food is so nice. 
Fasting makes you, it helps you to discipline your body. And it brings you closer, you know, to God in the sense that it's not that God is far, but it brings you to a sense of closeness. It gives you the discipline. It disciplines your flesh. So that's why we fast. And sometimes I fast because I want to tell my body that I'm in charge. You know, I want to tell my appetite, you cannot rule me. Okay? So when my appetites are trying to go crazy, I say, because of this, today, no food for you. So I, I, I've dealt with my body so much that my body now is so confused. Because if I don't eat, it, it, it surrenders. If I wake up and say I want to eat, it's excited because, you know, it's, yeah. So we, 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 we fast to discipline our bodies and then fine-tune our hearing. It helps you to hear God. It helps you to perceive God. It helps you to access certain things that you would normally just walk past in the Spirit. Okay? All right, so uh, we are, um, we, have, we have tagged this year, this internationally it's year of miracles, but locally we also have what we call it in our local context, in our local context, locally in our cluster and, 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 and so on. We call it the supernatural transition. This is the year of supernatural transition. Somebody say supernatural transition. So I want you to expect many transitions, supernatural transitions in your life. Okay? You are transiting from just an ordinary, mere, ordinary, powerless person to a supernatural being that now works miracles, that now walks with Jesus, that now walks with the Jesus of the Bible, not the Jesus that has been painted by some people's imagination, but the one in the Bible. The Jesus of the Bible has not changed. He's the same. He's the same. So when we talk about transition, transition has to do with you moving from one um, from one phase to the other, from one territory to the other, from one, you know, it, there are so many things about transition. If you go study the dictionary and all of that, you see different things about transition. But I'm, we're talking about a spiritual transition. I'm no, I don't know about you. It's time to move to a higher dimension. Okay, higher dimension. Your business needs to move to a higher dimension. Your life needs to move to a higher dimension. Your, your career needs to move to a higher dimension. Your spiritual life, your relationship with God needs to move to a higher dimension. So let's look at the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 3. In Joshua chapter 3, we see here there is an interesting transition. Uh, for the nation of Israel. Remember that these people had been slaves. They've been slaves for 430 years. So they were slaves for so long, they were born in slavery. Those guys were born in slavery. They don't know freedom. They don't know freedom. I remember years ago when I ministered to a guy, um, 
a guy in Zimbabwe, and this guy had been, he had been oppressed, I don't know, for about, for over a decade, if I remember. He had been oppressed for so many years, so many years, you know. And then um, I was traveling, I was traveling from Harare to Johannesburg, and this guy bumped into me. I was running. I was trying to catch a flight. He just bumped into me. He says, please, please pray for me. Pray. I have a problem. This, and, and I'm like, I have a flight to catch, you know. So I just stopped and I just said a few things to him. I, I just said a few things to him and I just said, you are free in the name of Jesus. Go and do this, do this, do this. And I gave him some scriptures. Go read this scripture, read this scripture, read this scripture. And I left. And then I forgot. And one day, I was, I was teaching a Bible school. And I, when I got to the Bible school, I saw the guy says, you don't know what happened to me. I said, what happened to you? He says, that day, I got free. And he said, I couldn't... I couldn't understand. I didn't, I didn't realize what freedom was like. Because he had been bound for almost 20 years. You know, by this spirit that was oppressing him. This spirit was oppressing him and he had done everything that he knew to do. But guess what? Just a word. You can do it as well. You can also do it. And so he, he said it was so powerful that even his wife got freed and his son got freed. How, how do you receive miracles by proxy? Miracles by association. Come on. Just by being together. Because the wife was having the same bondage and then the son was having the same bondage. And every day was a nightmare to them. But so there was a word that transited them from bondage to freedom. Glory to God. So he said, that is why I am here in the Bible school. I want to also do the same for other people. <laughs> I said, God bless you. I don't even remember his name now. In fact, if I see him, I don't know if I recognize him. But it was an amazing testimony. So sometimes people can be so bound, so bound that they get used to bondage. They get so used to bondage. But now God is, going, is anointing you to free people. To take them out of bondage into freedom. Let's look at Joshua chapter 3. Joshua chapter 3. Sorry we don't have the screen today. So you will just have to take notes. Hallelujah. Mm. Joshua chapter 3. And let me read from verse 9 to save time. Okay. Now these guys, remember Moses had died. These guys, they, they, were, they experienced several transitions. The first transition was from, from uh, Egypt. Okay. And they crossed the Red Sea supernaturally. That was a supernatural transition. Imagine three million people being delivered. 
in one night. What a mighty God. And the same is the same God you serve. He is able to do the same thing. All right? So Moses has died. Now there's a transition and Joshua takes over from this great guy, Moses. And it, Moses was, he, he brought down a whole superpower because Egypt was a superpower of the time. Okay? And this man, Moses, because of, the, because of the encounter he had with God, God equipped him, empowered him so much that he was able to bring down the whole of Egypt. The entire military might of Egypt was, was sunk by Moses. Think about that. Pharaoh and all his chariots and all his armies, you know, drowned in the Red Sea. The entire, all the firstborns in Egypt died. Firstborn of the cow, firstborn of the goat, of the chicken, the ant, the, the cockroach, and even the human beings. Every firstborn died because of this man. He said, let my people go. He says, Israel is my firstborn. If, if you will not let him go, I will kill your firstborns. And God did that to rescue an entire nation. So now these people are here. Moses is now dead and gone. And Joshua, this new leader, takes over. And, and he is, you know, he's filling the shoes of somebody that used to talk with God face to face. Joshua didn't see the burning bush. Hmm? No, he didn't. He didn't see God face to face. No, he didn't. He saw the cloud, yes. He spent time in the tent of meeting and all of that, experienced certain things. But he did not experience what Moses experienced. Moses came and wrote a whole legal system for an entire nation. After 40 days. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't beat that. Hmm? Advocate. Can you imagine that in 40 days? Is it possible? It's not possible. But he did it supernaturally. Listen, there is a way you encounter God, you become a supernatural being. And you do the unimaginable. You will do the supernatural. You do the impossible. And that's what happened. But now Joshua takes over and Joshua is like, oh my goodness. But God, if you read Joshua chapter 1, I'm just giving you, you know, context. So you read Joshua chapter 1, Joshua, God says, Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. D-E-A-D, dead. You, get up and follow, continue. Lead these people. And can you imagine what was going on in the mind of Joshua? I've never seen a burning bush. I've not seen God face to face. You know, I've experienced cloud. I've not heard God like Moses. I've not gotten Ten Commandments. I've not gotten, <laughs> you know, so many things. That, I mean, uh, the resume of Moses was very intimidating. And this guy is coming without any experience. So you might be in a place where you might, not, you might think you're not experienced. 
You might think you are not qualified, but all you need is God. Do you understand me? If you can press in and experience this God of the Bible, it will change the equation. Your story will be different. So, look at verse 9. Joshua said to the children of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hevites, the Perizzites, and the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Jebusites, and all the other ites. All of them will be driven out. Hmm? So, but how is it going to happen? Look at verse 11. It says, Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over before you in the Jordan. Okay? Now, therefore, take for yourselves twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one from every tribe, and it shall come to pass... As soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the God of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan. And the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off. The waters that come down from upstream, and they shall stand as a heap. Now, let me explain something to you. Remember the case of Moses. How, how did Moses part the Red Sea? Anybody? How did he do it? He stretched his rod. That's right. Okay? In the case of Moses, um, God says to Moses, as the Egyptians were coming, he says, Moses goes to God. He's crying. God, what am I going to do now? I mean, there's three million people. God says, hey, stop crying. You got the rod. Stretch it and divide the sea. And Moses does that and parts the sea. And, go, and it was dry ground. And God says, okay, you can go through it. But now Joshua is here before the Jordan River. Remember, Moses had a stick. Joshua didn't have a stick. He didn't have a rod. <laughs> Moses had a physical rod. Joshua didn't. Huh? So, but there is a different way God is going to work with Joshua than with Moses. The rod of Moses is in the Ark of the Covenant. Hallelujah. It was kept in the Ark of the Covenant. But, as for Joshua, no rod in his hand. Moses had so much confidence in the rod. He had even developed too much attachment to the rod. And that even affected his, his, his future. Because when God told him, speak to the rod, he now struck it. Why? Because the, la the first time he struck it, it worked. Okay? Water came out of the rock. So God now says to him, this time around, Moses, speak to the speak to the." Um, to the rock. But no, Moses strikes it. 
So Moses had built his confidence in the rod. God was trying to transition Moses to a higher level of operation, but Moses missed it there. He missed it. That was one of the mistakes of Moses. It cost him the promised land. You know, last night I told you that there are certain mistakes you make that will cost you some years. Some, some mistakes will cost you three years. Some will cost you five years. Some will cost you ten years. Some will cost you a lifetime. Some will cost you eternity. Okay? <clears throat> so, don't make dumb decisions. Don't your neighbor say, neighbor, please don't make dumb decisions. Okay, I think you respect them too much to tell him that. Okay, tell the neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm not going to make dumb decisions this year. Yeah, no more dumb decisions. Make smart decisions, wise decisions, and God will be with you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so what happened is Joshua doesn't have a rod, so he doesn't he doesn't have the dependency that Moses had on the rod. So the only thing Joshua had is the Word of God. So Word of God. That's why when you study the book of Joshua, one of the things you will notice there in the book of Joshua, you will see. You, you'll see in the book of Joshua many times, it keeps saying, um, he, he slayed this with the sword, with the sword, with the sword, with the sword. It's repeated many times in the book of Joshua. Do you know why? It's the sword of the Spirit. It's the Word. Hallelujah. Amen. So to you and I, New Testament saints today, it's the sword of the Spirit. Our sword is in our mouth. Our rod is in our mouth. It's in our mouth. So Joshua says to them something interesting here. Okay? He says to them that the God, he says, when the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. So the priests carried the ark. Okay? Remember the ark of the covenant? All right? They carried, they carried it, and then they got to the Jordan. Now, there's no road to stretch and tell Jordan to part. But the way God parted this, the, the, the river this time was different. How did he do it? Through the presence of God. So the priest carried the ark, and, and Joshua tells them that when the priests, when, when their feet touch the bank of the river, huh? he says the God of all the earth will come down. Can you see there? Look at, look, look, look at it. It's there. It's right there. I'm not making this up. Hmm? Verse 11. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over before you into Jordan. Now, it says, uh, sorry, verse 13. It says, and it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord of all the earth shall rest on the waters of Jordan, that the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off. The waters that come down from upstream, they shall stand as a heap. 
So it was when the people set out from their camp to cross over the Jordan with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as those who bore the Ark came to Jordan, and the feet of the priests who bore the Ark dipped in the edge of the water, for the Jordan had overflowed its banks during the whole time of the harvest, that the waters which came down from upstream stood still, and rose in a heap very far away at Adam and the city beside um, Zaretan. So the waters that went down into the sea of Arabah, the salt sea, failed and were cut off. And the people crossed over opposite Jericho. Then the priests who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel crossed over on dry ground until all the people crossed completely over the Jordan. So as, what happened? As the priests stepped there, it says the God of all the earth came down. So God sits on the river and then the river parts. Incredible. So the water that is coming from the other side, from upstream, it it can't go past God. God now becomes a wall. Hallelujah. God becomes a wall and then the other uh, um, the rest of the river is still flowing But the one coming upstream stops because God, the God of Israel, the God of all the earth has come down. In the midst of the river, right there as the ark of the covenant is put in there. So what are we saying? This was a transition, a major transition. So it was not only a, a transition of leadership, but it was also a transition, a physical transition. The people are moving, hallelujah, from the other side of Jordan into the next side. And it is when they cross to this side, this is when now they're ready to get into their land of promise, to start possessing what God has given to them. So supernatural transition, I'm telling you, this is your year for supernatural transition. Transition into miracles, into the miraculous. And this will happen by God's presence himself. God will come down, hallelujah. He will sit on the waters, the stormy waters of your life. When God sits on it, let me see the river that can resist God. There is none. There is no power that can defeat God. My Lord, my Lord, and my God. Do you love the Lord? Are you looking forward to seeing God manifest? I want to read this from another version. This is the NLT. You know, for those of you who like contemporary English. All right? This is a paraphrase. It says, Joshua told the Israelites, come, 
Listen to what the Lord your God says. Today you will know that the living God is among you. He will surely drive out the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hevites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Jebusites ahead of you. Look, the ark of the covenant which belongs to the Lord of the whole earth will lead you across the Jordan River. That's God's presence leading you. God's presence will lead you this year. He will lead you. He will lead you through January. He will lead you through February. He will lead you through March. He will lead you through April, through May. He will lead you to December. He's going to lead you. Every day of the year, His presence will go before you. Hallelujah. He says, now choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. The priest will carry the ark of the Lord. All right? And then he says, the Lord of all the earth, as soon as their feet touch the water, the flow of the water will be cut off upstream, and the river will stand up like a wall, like a wall. So the people left their camp to cross the Jordan. The priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. It was harvest season. The Jordan was overflowing its banks. But as soon as the feet of the priests who were carrying the Ark touched the water at the river edge, the water above that point began backing up a great distance away to a town called Adam, which is near Zarethan. The waters below that point flowed on to the Dead Sea until the riverbed was dry. Then all the people crossed over near the town of Jericho. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. I love the Lord. So, there are many transitions. Expect some transitions. You are going to transit from fear to faith. Somebody say, from fear to faith. Yeah, I'm going to transit from fear to faith. I'm going to transit from weakness to strength. Where you used to be weak, get ready. God is going to infuse some strength into you. Some strength into you. You will be supernaturally empowered. God will strengthen you with might by His Spirit in your inner being. Hallelujah. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Hallelujah. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. There is a transition from weakness to strength. Hallelujah. And what's going to help you in transition? There are so many things because sometimes moments of transitions are moments of uncertainty. You know, uncertainty, especially if you, need to, if you need to move to a new area or if you need to move to a new job or you need to start a new venture. It's a season of transition. It's a moment of transition and sometimes there are some insecurities. Transitionary moments are your most vulnerable moments. Those are moments of vulnerability and sometimes the enemy capitalizes. He takes advantage of those moments. Those are the moments you need God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The situation might be changing, but guess what? God is not changing. 
So when, when, you are, if you are, when you are in a transition, what you need is faith in God. The unchangeable changer. Hallelujah. The one that never changes. He says, I am the Lord. I change not. I change not. So he is consistent. His character is consistent. His personality is consistent. God never has mood swings. Hallelujah. God never wakes up on a bad day. On a, God never has blue Mondays. He's consistent. So because of that, you can put your faith in him. Put your trust in God for this year. He will see you through. Are you hearing me? He will see you through. And no matter what, even if you are in the midst of the fire, I'm telling you, put your trust in him. You remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Those guys. Um, Nebuchadnezzar thought he could intimidate them with fire. He said, because you refuse to bow to this my idol, to this my image. He says, you're going to go into fire. You'll be consumed by fire. And they said to him, King, <laughs> live forever, even though he can't live forever. But, you know, just protocol. He says, let it be known to you that our God, the God that we serve, is able to deliver us. But he says, even if he does not deliver us, we're not going to bow. We're ready to die for our conviction. I love those guys. When I get to heaven and meet them, I'm going to sit them down and, and I need to hear all the stories. Hallelujah. Yeah. So those guys, they went, they went in there. And as they got in, <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar thought they were transiting from life to death. But he didn't know that they were transiting into the living fire himself. The consuming fire was right inside the fire. How can fire burn fire? <laughs> Glory to God. So they were resolute. They were strong in their decision. Why? Because of this God. So when you are faced with a situation, put your faith in God. Say, am I not, it might look shaky. Things might not look okay. But I know my God. He is able. Amen. God is able. So you need to put your faith in God. Who He is. His unchangeable character. Put your faith in that. You can put your trust. Put, you can put, you can put, when it comes to God, you can afford to put all your eggs in one basket. It's safe. When it comes to God. Hallelujah. But then, not only that, you also need to put your faith in His Word. The Word of God abides forever. It's settled in heaven. You know why it's settled in heaven? Because if it's settled on the earth, men will manipulate it. Somebody will just come and say, this Word, you know, it doesn't fit my agenda. Then he will just try to change it. But God was too smart. He settled it in heaven. So nobody can go to heaven to change the Word. So because of that, you can put your faith in that. That would help you. It will help you in your, in, 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 in your journey into 2023. The Word is reliable. Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, God is reliable. His Word is reliable. Yeah. 
Trust him. Trust his word. Trust his word. Okay? So, you trust his word. That will help you in transitions. That will help to transit you from just being a natural, meh, ordinary person to now an extraordinary person. What will make you extraordinary is your faith in God and your faith in his word. Okay? But not only that, the third thing you need as well in transition is you need to have faith in who is in you. Colossians 1.27 says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So I know I'm in Christ, but I know also Christ is in me. So, Pastor, how do you explain that? You are in him and he's in you. That's right, that's right. So he is in you. So if Christ is in you, all right, I want you to go listen to my message on the God man. The God man. Go listen to that message. You'll get this point very well. He is in you. And so that makes you able to now operate supernaturally. Enables you. You heard that testimony. Okay? This is an ordinary woman who has an extraordinary God. All right? That, she, she, that was with her right there over that phone. As she, she was praying, as she spoke over the phone. The same the same God that walked the dusty roads of Galilee, Nazareth, the same Jesus, is inside her. And so as she was praying, that Jesus now, poof, popped that ear. Popcorn miracle. Pa, 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 pa. Hallelujah. That's what's going to be happening in your life this year. Hallelujah. Amen. Miracles, miracles, get ready to experience miracles in your life. If you need one, you will get it. If you don't need one, you will help someone to get one. All right? Yeah, because you will get to a point that you might not need a miracle. Some, uh, miracles require crisis, right? So sometimes you don't, need a, you don't have any crisis, so you don't need a miracle. But there are people in crisis all over. Wouldn't it be great you're just walking, going through the mall, and then the Holy Spirit says to you, that person in the wheelchair, go and raise him up. How about that? Come on, think about it. Start picturing yourself doing things like that. Because he's in you. Amen. Amen. Then you walk, you walk to a person and say, do you want to be healed? He said, come with me. He said, no, I've never walked before. He said, don't worry, don't worry, come with me, come with me. And the person starts walking. He can't, oh, wow, I can't believe this. Yeah. That's how Jesus wanted that man by the pool. Do you want to be made whole? He says, no, I have no one to, 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 no one, no one to take me, um, to, to help me to get into the pool. Jesus says, take up your bed and go home. For 37 years, or is it 38 years? This guy has not walked. And Jesus just said, take your bed and go home. And the guy gets up and starts walking. That is the same kind of command. That's the same kind of authority that your words is going to carry. 
The same kind of authority. You transiting from just an ordinary, a mere person into a supernatural person. To a Jesus person. Hallelujah. I am in Jesus and Jesus is in me. Every day you wake up, say, Jesus, I thank you because you are in me. And I thank you because I'm in you. We're going to do great things together. Hallelujah. This combination is a winning combination. Hallelujah. Jesus and I are indomitable. Hallelujah. Nobody can defeat us. What a team. It doesn't matter if the whole of hell is released against you. One with God is majority. Yeah. Sometimes I go through certain things and the enemy tells me, you're finished now. You are finished. You know what? I've learned not to believe him because when he speaks, he speaks a lie and that's his language. If the devil tells you you're going to die, guess what? You're going to live. Yeah. Because he's, he's speaking his language. The power of death is not with Satan. Jesus said, I have the keys of death and hell. So, who is he to say, I'm going to kill you? Well, you can't kill me. They've tried many times. We're still around. Amen. Hallelujah. And we'll still be around for long. Amen. Until we cause permanent damage. Amen. We'll damage him so much that he won't be able to recover. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How about that? So don't be afraid. This year, no fear. Transition from fear to faith. The things that used to cause you to fear should inspire you. Okay? Don't be afraid of any challenge. Get ready to take mountains. Get ready to face Goliaths. Hallelujah. Even if they are giants, get ready to face them. Why? Because greater is he that is in you. The greater one is in you. Do you have the greater one in you? Do you believe it? Are you sure? Then you act like it. Yeah, you act like it. Be, behave like one. Okay? Oh, come and tell me, oh, pastor, pastor, oh, witches want to kill me. They want to kill me. Don't say that. If they tell you they want to kill you, tell them where, when do you want to start? Hmm? Tell them you can't kill life. How, can you kill life? No, you can't. Why? Because the life of God is in you. The life of God. So you need to transition in your thinking. Your mindset, there needs it to be a transition in your thinking. Stop thinking like somebody that is hopeless. Stop thinking like someone that has no, 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 no way out. There is a way out. There is always a way out. Stop thinking like someone who is defeated. You are not defeated. For you to be defeated, Jesus has to be defeated. And he doesn't have any record of defeat. So start, start transitioning in your thinking. Start seeing yourself as a special person. Start seeing yourself. Oh, well, you know, won't that bring pride? Listen to me. Pride is when you deny what God says you are. Yeah. Accept who you are. Christ in me. Come on. 
I want you to think about that. Christ in me, the hope of glory. He's in me. He's in me. So when you face a difficult situation, ask yourself, Jesus, we are a team. How do we resolve this matter? How do we resolve this matter? Don't handle it alone. Don't, don't try to, you know, don't try to be too smart. No. If you can't do it, it's okay. He can. And he's there with you. So what do you do? Jesus, I've come to the end of my wisdom. I've come to the end of my experience. I've come to the end of my knowledge. But it's not the end of yours. So since you are in me, let it manifest. So when you start operating like that, when you get into boardrooms, eh, where everybody, everything, every, they, they, they don't know how to figure out things, you'll just be bringing out solutions. And they're like, why? How? How do you do it? Ha <laughs> ha, you say, Christ in me. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. My goodness. I think I've said enough. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Transition from a normal life, from a mundane life to a supernatural life. You transition from poverty to abundance. You transition from sickness to health. Hallelujah. I see increase coming on your life this year. I see increase like never before. I see multiple doors opening. I see multiple opportunities coming your way. I see the angels of God bringing in, bringing in supernatural supply. Supply. Yes, in every area of need. I see, I see God stretching the little that you have and making it even more. I see God opening doors, making the impossible possible. I see God placing you with kings. I see God lifting you up, lifting you up and placing you in boardrooms where you never imagined you would be in. I see God placing you in a place where the power of God manifests in your life. I see you hearing God, God showing you things, giving you dreams, showing you secrets, showing you opportunities, telling you what to do. I see confusion running away from you. Running away from your life. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is at work in your life. He's at work in your life. He's transitioning you from an ordinary person into an, an extraordinary person. You have now become extraordinary. You have now become a supernatural being. You have now become a living miracle. You have now become a testimony in motion. A testimony in motion. Yes, you have now become a shining light. A light to your family. Many people, many people will find God just because they look at you. Just because they look at your life. Just because they see the hand of God in your life. Just because they see the great works of God in your life. They will testify. Many people that don't believe in God will start believing in God. Because of you. Because of the miracle power of God. 
that will be manifesting in your life. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Let's pray. Let's talk to the Lord. I want you to just thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Tell him, Lord, I'm, th- I'm grateful. Thank you for making me an extraordinary person. I'm now an extraordinary being. I'm not just an ordinary person. Come on. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My Lord. My Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We bless your name. A miracle. Living miracles. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I release the miracle power of God. The fulfillment of God's word over your life. Power. Hallelujah. Yes. It will flow through your life. It will flow through your life. Yes. I'm telling you. The reason we're not seeing the power of God is not because God is not alive. It's because God's people have not believed to step out. So it's now time to believe. Start believing. Start believing. Start believing. Start believing. Start believing. Yes. We believe, therefore we speak. We have the same spirit of faith. Yes, we believe, therefore we speak. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. We give you glory. Praise and honor. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Just a moment. If you are here, you want to receive Jesus into your heart. Maybe you're not born again or maybe you want to make a fresh start. Okay, you, maybe you drifted away before. You want to make a fresh start and you say, God, I, want, I, want, I, want, I, I just want to give my life to you. Afresh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good to even start afresh in a new year. <laughs> This is a fresh start. You want to do that? Just raise your hand. I'll pray for you. Is there anybody? Raise it high enough for me to see. God bless you, my friend. Any other person? Okay. All right. We're going to, I just wanted to say this after me. If you are watching online, also this, you, you can also join in doing this. Okay. Just say this after me. Say it with all your heart. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that He is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you into my heart. Make me an extraordinary person. Make me a supernatural person from this moment going forth. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. Amen. Now, I'll pray for you. Father, I thank you for everyone that has prayed this prayer. Lord God, I pray for them right now. I ask, I ask, oh God, that you will move in their lives. I ask, oh Father, for your kingdom to come. Your kingdom to come. Oh Lord God, I ask for the re- reality of the new creation the new creation oh father god in their lives oh father in the name of jesus thank you father thank you lord i break the power of the enemy i come against every ancestral um, limitation every ancestral yoke every bondage i command bondages to fall off in the name of jesus 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. All right. So before we go, we have, uh, we have our leaders from Botswana Church. Lisa is here with her family. Lisa, do you want to just come say a greeting or something, if you don't mind? Oh. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. Yes. So we just welcome them. They, they, they've come to worship with us today. And I have my friends here. Woo. Captain Sam. Thank you. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Kyla, you're welcome. We're delighted to have you here in the house worshiping with us. And I know this is an appointment with destiny. Yeah. This marks a new season in your life. God has opened a new chapter. What the enemy used to hold back is broken from now on. Yes. That's what I hear for you. Okay. There's a new beginning. There's a fresh I see it's like a fresh freshness that is being released over your life. It's a new beginning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just raise your hands. Father, we thank you. The Spirit of God is here. If you came here sick, receive your healing right now. Receive it. It's yours. It's yours by covenant. Your covenant right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I rebuke every sickness. I rebuke every disease. I command chains to fall off. Oppression goes in the name of Jesus goes right now right now be loose in the name of Jesus and speak to those joints be healed in the name of Jesus be healed right now command the pain in the abdomen go 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 get out now in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord I rebuke every headaches, migraine, every kind of headache. Go right now. Go now, 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 in the name of Jesus. I lose that jaw. Command. Be healed. Be healed right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you glory, praise, and honor. Hallelujah. Come on, let's celebrate the Lord. Bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.